Before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a quick second and shout out my guy, Josh Whiting, a.k.a. Bright Cole. Man, he is such a phenomenal and dope designer, creating logos and brands for youth ministries, conferences, churches, and you guessed it, your favorite fashion podcast. Bright Cole is working on some new logos and branding for us right now. It's been a super awesome process getting to work with him. We hopped on a call. We talked about some brands and logos we were feeling, talked about direction, and he's in the lab right now cooking up the freshest designs. So if you want to update your logo, you want to give your youth ministry a new look, or you're just looking for some dope insight on branding, hit up my guy, Bright Cole. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram at Bright Cole, and you can go to brightcole.com and sign up for his email list. It's actually monthly-ish, packed full of value and sick content, and it will not bug you. So hit up our guy, Bright Cole, and get the bright cold difference today today on the show we've got the soul cal counts the titans of the trench the oc overlords the skate park dandada the wolf whisperer the formerly portly fellowship of burning hearts the tattooed theologians two grown men with serious dad pods watch out for their criminally minded mojo a young gun with some vintage bullets socal student ministries director and a legendary youth pastor this is gary garcia and elliot bland this is men of streetwear boys Welcome to the oh, pod. Wow. Gosh. That was good. Formerly Portly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Young it. Gun with Vintage Bullets. Yeah. Those, those were some great I know. So which one stuck out to you? What was the skate park one? The, the skate park Dundada? Dundada. I don't even know what a Dundada is, but I like it. Yeah. It's you. The it's you. <laughs> we say the Formerly Portly. What was that full thing? <laughs> the Formerly Portly Fellowship of Burning Hearts. Yeah. That, that's I, it. I almost laughed during that one. No, you, you, you can did. laugh. It yeah. makes me feel good as I'm going <laughs> Through. That was uh, that was it. Formally portly, yeah, because oh, I was formally, yeah. It's good. Formally. Excellent, boys and girls. Welcome <laughs> back to another episode of Minna Street, where I am your host, as always, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper, and I am joined by my guy, the Osho himself, Theo, Reverend Ryan. Theo, how you doing, my guy? Lightly tanned from the Southern California sun. Let's go. Hey, big news alert. We are coming to you for this pod live and direct from sunny California. We're hanging with our brand new friends. They flew us out here, as you could too, to you know do some life-changing <laughs> ministry, and Come we're on. here <laughs> making sure we cash in the pod with Gary Garcia and Elliot Bland. They're absolutely awesome and amazing, and we got a killer pod for you today. But Theo, do what you do, my guy. Hey, we've got to start with the infamous fit check. So the question we have here on the pod is, would you like God to rain down blessings on you or well something up inside of you? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check from head to toe or toe to head? And who wants to go first? Dude, it's surreal hearing you guys say these things. I'm a long-time listener. Yeah, let's go. Long-time listener, first-time caller. It's so weird. It's like being seeing, on a game show. See, that, like, yeah, yeah. And they're live now. <laughs> I, like, I've been hanging out with you guys this whole time, but I'm like starstruck in this moment. Now yeah, that it's, you've you're turned it on. Yeah, you're uh, not the first. Yeah. But Won't clearly, be the last. I want him to rain down. Clearly. Yeah. Good yeah. choice. I'm a hat guy. And I love so, it. So uh, let's start with the hat. Okay. Okay, I've been practicing this. Um... <laughs> I'm wearing a new but kind of like vintage style Dodgers World Series hat by a Los Angeles company I found on Instagram called 1213. Nice. Do you cop off the timeline? Yep. 
Yeah. I, no, actually. You didn't cop off the TL. Okay, go on. A former, like not former, a youth pastor in our area. I saw him with a LA Lakers for Kobe hat. Oh, yeah. He was wearing it. I said, where did you get that? Sent me the link to 1213. Dang. Sick. Homie supporting the homies. Going to get that hat. Then I saw this one, and I had to get the World Series 2020 Dodgers hat. It's sick. Coming down, I don't have them. Should I put them on? No, you're I've been you're, wearing no, them good. all week, but yeah, yeah, I always have my... I have the iGlow sunglasses mm -hmm. off of Amazon, uh, clear with polarized black. Dang, how much those shades. retail for? 20 bucks. Dang, that, yeah. guys, that is a good... That's a steal. Look a that up. They look really good for 20 buckaroos. Yeah, I like that. They're pretty uh, affordable. Then it's nice and cool in our recording studio right now. Yeah. The most lavish studio, guys, that Ministry Wear has ever been in. That's real. Yeah. It's the only studio we've ever been in. The but mics, it is lavish. The headphones, the full setup. Yeah, we're using... Um, so Elliot and Gary, we'll really get into it, but they host a podcast as well, and they have golden mics. So we know that they're doing good. Yeah. Okay, go on. Break down the fit check. On the jacket. So I'm wearing a jacket. Nice. Probably won't need it outside, but I had to wear it for this. Yep. It is also from a company I found on Instagram. They're a workout company. Okay. But their imagery is wolves, which... Yeah. You're the wolf whisperer. You know yeah. how I be doing. And uh, it looks... People often think that it's for our youth ministry because that's right. what we do too. So just a simple uh, black dicky style jacket with a corduroy collar yeah. yeah says wolves with embroidered wolf on it yep uh company's called dark sport okay That's um sick. and then yeah it's a real like chore coat-esque seems yeah. like a, a pretty heavyweight canvas it is yeah it's hidden yeah and uh i got a plain white pro club long tee on yep. that's my go-to yeah i heard you talking about that earlier what is pro club I've pro club is just a t-shirt brand that you could get at like Around here in California, there's a lot of these almost like warehouse style t-shirt mm. stores where you could get dickies and uniforms for, you know, scrubs and things like that. Like for loser people? For scrub, yeah, like TLC scrub, no, like, oh, uh, no, no, no. like healthcare scrubs. Oh, dang, we salute you. Yeah, Heroes exactly. work here. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, they're just Heroes affordable and uh, they're really great. I like the way they fit around the neck. Yeah. They're heavyweight. Nice. Um much like you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys. Elliot, think. All right, come on. So you like the heavyweight. <laughs> They're heavyweight. So, but they recently just started making lightweight tees to Sick. wear during summer. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and then I have Dickies. Do you know the? Pants. Do you know the number on those? The number. These are actually their Flex Fit Slim Straight Excellent. pants. So not the classic five seventy four. No, these are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. That's but, a good. That's a good call. Yeah, especially for getting into summer months. And mm -hmm. so then I have Vans long white socks. Yep. I like that dude. And the Dodgers LA blue Nike Cortezes. Yeah. Heck yeah, that's a sick fit. Elliot's looking very California. Yeah. Uh, very like, I don't know what else to say, dude. Yeah, you're killing it. All right, Gary, it's I'll, on you. I'll go the opposite then. I'll go. I'll go well up. I Let's go. It. I love oh. it. So I'm wearing my Converse high tops, navy blue, because I feel like everyone has white, and yep. so I yeah. went with navy. This and is a very. Um, I'm gonna stop you there. What's his name on uh, the Sandlot? Uh, Benny Rodriguez. Yes, I'm getting some Benny Rodriguez yeah. vibes from that with the Chucks. Benny the Jet. Yeah, yeah. Benny the Jet. He's Gary the Gary the Jet. Um, I'm wearing some Dickies, and they're gray. Well, oh, you skipped I, the socks, Gary. The socks are Nike. 
Oh, nice. excellent. I do okay. know that. Nice. Um, the Dickies are gray. I have cut them off at the end, so I just I like, like that it. frayed look. I like it. Because you're an 80s guy, and that's what y'all were doing it's in the true. 80s. And I do know that these are the, the skinny fit of the Dickies, which I know you guys stance on skinny fit these days. But Oh, no. But for me, I even the the regulars are so baggy, and there's certain things I know I can pull, and I know yeah. that I can. Yeah. You got played your strengths. So, um, from there, the T-shirt. Can I just give it props? It's a jockey stay new T-shirt. Wow. And if you it's like are we're all trying to do in ministry, if you're a white T-shirt <laughs> guy, can I tell you they're the best because they stay. The collar no. stays good. They're soft. Okay. They're long, but not so long that you feel like oh, I'm wearing too long of a t-shirt. Yeah, of like that's not cool anymore. Like it's 2016. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, well, you got your shredded zip denim. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> your Jerry Lorenzo vibe. Okay, joggers. And then finishing off, uh, I have an All Saints crew neck, black crew neck. Yep. Wow, it looks awesome. So. I think that's a complete fit check. That is a complete fit check, boys. You came locked and loaded and ready to pop off. As you guys know, the three main subjects of this podcast are Garms, Clothes and Shoes, God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the guys, Carson and Theo, ourselves. We're really going to start with the most pressing topic, and that's going to be the guys. And so to give some background, uh, Gary and Elliot, two amazing, phenomenal youth pastors. Gary, been in the game 29 years. You heard that right, folks. Elliot, six years at his current church, and a real father-son, Tony Stark and Peter Parker relationship between these two. They help share and lead some of the responsibility here in Southern California, SoCal Ministry Network, and help um, within the Assemblies of God, help minister to different youth groups and, and help put on camps and youth convention, RIP, um, and a ton of stuff. So they have a, a lot of closeness uh, and friends. And like I said, they host, they're part of hosting the In the Trenches podcast, which is by youth pastors, for youth pastors, and totally um, sick quality content. Yep. You and I just made an appearance in the trench yeah. and hopefully recruited new members for the army. The crossover of the century. Yeah, it li- is. Literally. It's like um, the multiverse of madness that's yet to come out. Okay. So I was curious when we're getting into the guys, you guys spend so much time together and in a podcast, you guys talked about each other's testimonies. I'm curious, could you describe or how would you describe one another's personal style? I like that. How would I describe Gary's yeah, style? Yeah, yeah. And then you like okay. give it and then don't be like, oh, that's so wrong. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when it's over, be like, okay, this is where you were missing. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. I would say Gary's style is timeless. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like that. As dude. someone who's been in youth ministry 29 years, you know that sometimes people have been in youth ministry for a long time. They ebb and flow with yep. the trend and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're caught up in whatever wave is currently the most popular. Right. And so you look through pictures of them through the past and it's just like, what was that about? What you was know, that what about? Was I right. Yeah. Uh, Gary has not been that guy. There's a consistency yeah. in his style that, and it's not a stubbornness of, you know, this is who I am. Right, I don't, right. the kids today, it's like, yeah, like it's, affliction is hot. It's yeah. never going out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there like are puka shells. They're from the sea. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's a lot of choices. I think he makes that are, uh, Timeless, I guess yeah. is how I would describe timeless it. And like his character. Yeah. And, and true to himself, he never tries to be the, like, I'm so relevant. I'm trying to fit in with, you know, this new crop of youth pastors coming right. in. Um, but he has a good sense of style right. that stays true to who he is. And I think it comes from like simplicity, simple mm-hmm. choices. Like he was talking about plain t-shirts, Ruka yep. plain t-shirts is a go-to for him as well. Yep. Um, hmm. But yeah, just simple choices, I think has helped him to stay relevant yep. in a timeless sort of way. Dang, yep. I like that. All right, Gary, break down Elliot. 
the young so, man you've watched grow from a young buck into his very own mm. wolf pack. Grow as from he a shrunk. Young pup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> emphasis on wolves. Also, his uh, youth ministry really uses them in the the visual. So we've yeah. been giving him a lot of wolf. Jokes. You've heard of horse girls? I'm a wolf boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, on all levels, but physical, I'm a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gary, break it down. I would say with Elliot for sure his shoe game and his hat game are always They're on pretty point. impeccable, okay. yeah, and uh, always looking good. But what he's done is he's taking this mixture of of skate and urban yeah. and kind of created this blend yeah, like that's that. so perfect, especially the the urban side of things. Because I think you would have I don't know how else to say this, but, but white people who try too hard to yeah. do that, yeah. and it, you can see it where his is just this perfect blend right. of both of these worlds. And, uh, and it just really, he's always on point when it comes to dress and the way he looks and his style. Wow. Gotcha. And he's got a mustache, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Sure. Okay, so how correct did you feel like the other person did? I thought he was right on. Yeah, I almost, I got choked up when he was describing my <laughs> style. <laughs> he's proud of me. Yeah. My <laughs> wife, I asked her this morning because I told her, babe, today's a big day. Yeah. yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and... I changed like 15 times. Yeah, before. yeah. Oh I, I laid out my outfit the night before. Right. So I asked her, I'm like, how do, how would you describe my style recently? You know, like, yeah. I feel like I finally kind of found my yeah. style, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That's and, how I've also felt in my country western. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. I wear the cowboy hat, people are like, wow, you look like you. Coming into and, your own. And I think that's a really special thing. Yeah. yeah. But go on. So I asked her and she said, you look, you kind of dress like, a mechanic who doesn't know how to fix cars yeah, that also that. is a little league coach in like a Hispanic community, maybe. And okay. so okay. I was like, okay, that's me. Very specific. Which, yeah. Which like for most of that, it is almost true. I, that's the thing. I want to look like that dude might know how to fix my car, but the jokes on them because yeah, I like, know <laughs> nothing about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So that's so deceit is like the basis yeah. of yeah, yeah like cool, cool, cool. no 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 cool, cool, cool. yeah <laughs> it's built on lies classic <laughs> like a, as a good fit should be Gary how would how are you describing your personal style for that same breath I, I mean for me it's just one I I want to be comfortable but two it's it's different when you're I mean from being in youth ministry as long as I have I'm 49 now so styles have changed so many times during the year and I don't want to be that guy that just all of a sudden quickly changes style right. just to match the teenagers right. in my group or anything because they read that they see it it's yeah. just awkward real recognize real yeah, yeah. And, and real it, recognize fake if you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. so I think Ellie's description was solid of just trying to find things that work that just blend into the next kind of yeah. genre so trying to do it in a way that just I, I can change styles but in a way that just kind of oh I didn't even realize you changed styles yeah. and you did I yeah like yeah that. Yeah, in that same uh, notion, when I met you guys in uh, Arizona, shout out the Valley Conference, uh, alumni of the pod, Chris and Ryan. Run together. Yeah, (laughs) yeehaw. And then as we came here, you guys flew us out to Cali, and we're here doing some ministry, speaking at youth groups, doing the pods. When I saw you and I see all your people, I'm like, oh yeah, these guys look very California. Like this looks like, as seen on TV, California. Not that it's basic, but I'm curious. Gary, in that same thing of talking about these classic pieces, what are those classic California staples that it's like, oh yeah, this you can tell this person's from California because they rock and shock these brands or style or you know the certain piece like Hollister. N- number one, is, <laughs> number one is Vans, right? For sure, uh-huh. getting off the walls in '66. Vans is definite. Like I think a lot of people all over the world wear them, right? But 
most Californians, I would say, have a pair of Vans in their closet. Yeah. Josh Wellborn noticed that. Uh, he was on your guys' podcast. Yeah. Yep. Shout Again, out Josh. Quiz me, baby. Yeah. I've listened to every episode. Okay. So let's let's go deep cut. But he's on and he we were talking to him when he was down here. Right. And he even said he like packs differently, uh, shoe wise, because he For is sure. obviously a sneakerhead. Yeah. But he says he brings vans here because yep. he's noticed that more of our youth pastors are wearing vans than are wearing Nikes or right, Jordans. Right. And yes, we have those, obviously, but uh right. definitely in Orange County too, vans are a staple. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, what else? What else is like in the California repertoire? Dickies, for sure. Yeah, yeah like skatable pants. That's the thing too. I wanna look like I can tread the park outside yeah, sure. and again built on deception i cannot yeah, uh, we're coming live from cornerstone church in fountain valley where gary is the um lead pastor as well as oversees the youth ministry and they have a sick skate park yeah. on the campus so for yeah. everybody who knows that you know the prince of prayer here loves to shred yeah when I, I got to preach here on wednesday night and i just went nuts buck wild in the park getting crazy so yeah there's a lot of dickies yeah in the that workwear appropriation yeah. one might say yep 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 i like that a lot okay gary you hit on it before you've been in the game a hot minute and you try to be consistent but let's get real here we all you know you don't miss a, you don't make 100 percent of the shots is there a year or were was there a trend or was there a time in the 29 where you were like yeah what was i thinking i mean there was the whole wearing like um, it would probably what was it the the late nineties maybe early two thousands where yeah. the pants were so baggy and yeah. so big and um, to where it just like would cover your foot almost like a cylinder and yeah 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 and I tried a couple times and every time I did I was like yeah I, I shouldn't do this like I can't <laughs> do this like these these pictures will last forever right and right, if someone right. sees me in these things <laughs> it's gonna be bad like what are some of the brands there was like an like F Jenko what is it Jen- F- Jinko jeans or yeah, yep. is FBU a brand or Fabu or something? Yeah. Yeah. Or us by us. Like, kind of like in the trenches. Yeah. Like, even as a younger youth pastor, I had no business trying right. to do it. Like, yeah, rocking the boot. It wouldn't work. Before you yeah. discovered who you truly were. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Dang, you were trying to put on Saul's armor. <laughs> as it were. Okay. Um, I'm curious then too, in the in that same breath, what is something that you're observing youth pastors doing, whether it's across the state or, you know, just here uh, locally or, you know, beyond that you're that's hitting hard and you're like, what is this? What's going on? I mean, I love seeing I, I love shoes and I love yeah. jackets. Those are probably my two favorite things. My two pieces that I will always look for shoes and jackets. Yeah. And so seeing things come back um, around like wallabies yep. and some of those things that were like I had a pair of wallabies in high school nice. and seeing them come back around now. And I try to hold on to pieces like I have a pair of uh, Clark Desert boots. That yeah. I'm just holding on to because they're Clarks, yep. one thing, yeah. and I know they'll find their way back right. in, in some way, shape or form. Um, but I love seeing things that have passed that come back, and 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 we're seeing that. I just like you, you're wearing them, Austin Westlake. I saw yeah, Rock shout out the alumni. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so just you know, I love seeing that kind of stuff of just shoes and stuff that would be from the 70s, 80s that find their way back. Right. Like, there's pieces for sure that much should like never a prodigal come son. back. <laughs> yeah, much definitely. like much like that student you wrote off, but man, they found their way back into the rotation. Yeah. But what's something right now, and you don't have to name them by name, that like I just do not get it. And Ellie, maybe you can share, shed some light on too. Like, yeah, I'm a young guy, but I still don't get it. Like a trend that's supposedly hitting right now. Um, 
I, I, I don't know that I could pull off the, the really baggy, baggy dickies with yeah. high white socks and the, and the black docks. Oh, it's definitely got you. coming yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, got you. And I, I, I think maybe some people could pull it off. I personally feel like I, people look at me and go like, bro, you're 49. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're tailoring your aesthetic uh, to a more slimmer cut. Yes. And I have to, cause I, my calves aren't like, like you know, <laughs> All right. Yeah, and you've been working hard. Gary's a, has a home gym, and yes. he's you know Yo, <laughs> he the did not get the cor- next yeah. level. Yeah. yeah, he's looking fit. I want to be like that at forty nine. So definitely leaning towards that. But also, what people don't uh, maybe understand if they aren't from California is that Southern California is like a massive spot, and it's not like like Orange County vibes is much different than L A, which yeah. is much different mm-hmm. than. So maybe explain some of the like differences and nuances within like what is Southern California. Yeah, the fit geography. Wise. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, What's interesting is in like Orange County, there's this, I feel like there's a lot of people we've, we've noticed this just in youth ministry and traveling places. We'll go to some of these more obscure cities in, in Southern California and especially at like a bigger church or whatever, there's always this like, I don't know, focus on fashion. Right. And there's those people there that are like, it's like they're trying to dress like they're from where we are and we don't dress like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the things that we're actually seeing yeah. in our area as opposed to what people think we dress like. Like on a you know deeper level, I remember all my fam- families from the Midwest, like yeah. Indiana. And yeah. again, they would wear like Hollister and American Eagle and stuff because they yeah. thought that that's what people in Southern California dressed like. Yeah. And we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just sort of like that idea. Yeah. It, it, w- like, what are you dressing for? Who are you dressing for? And right. so, like, I think that's what I think we're kind of in is just this zone of, like, it might not look like... It does definitely... Look, there are people who dress like us, for sure. Right. Um, but you can kind of see that sometimes. You go to these weirder cities, and they're like, this is what people in L.A. dress like. And it's like, maybe, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> we like, also have clothes. Yeah, yeah. There's, we also wear normal things, too. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even, yeah. like, when we were down, we went to the Huntington Beach Pier the other day. Mm-hmm. And even as you're walking down Main Street or Huntington Beach, you can really tell where people are from. For yeah. sure. Um, you can tell when they're not from Southern California, but you can also tell some. Like when they got socks and sandals. When they're wearing just, yeah, different things. When they're wearing those, what are those sandals that are, like, straps like hikers wear oh the chacos yeah yeah oh Oh, you're saying burks or chacos chacos not yeah Um, burks are very california they're coming back to you in a big way but uh it's yeah you definitely can see things and like i it's yeah that doesn't you can tell where they're from right 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 i would like to submit to you guys a diagram of the evolution (laughs) of who someone dresses for we have a printout that no i'm just kidding okay here we go (laughs) tell me if you think this is true or false okay at first point, a young, we're going to go from the guy's perspective because that's who I am. Um, guys, as they're starting their style evolution, are dressing for the girls, right? They're dressing for like the opposite sex to notice them and to think they look nice. Right. And then once that's secured up, they ev- elevate to dressing for the boys, meaning like, okay, I'm going to compete with my friends or like I'm going to tailor the style. And it's like, okay, I see what you got, but look what I got. And then finally, the final form is you just dress for yourself yeah mm. i i would definitely agree with the evolution yeah, yeah. if we call it that yeah i like that talk uh, about your journey on the evolution yeah so uh figuring out my style has been a journey for yeah. sure which i feel like all started back in junior high uh <laughs> that was a rough time Dang. and that, that was my first 
eye-opening of like what people actually dress like yeah. mom everybody doesn't have elastic in their waist no for real <laughs> talking about the former portly you know yeah. junior high that the was where part, though don't forget about that felliot was born <laughs> yeah. uh but for real like skinny jeans were i remember in junior high the the coolest people were the ones who wore the levi super skinny jeans like the kid jeans sagged with the same color uh, they were colored, right? Like yeah. red, blue, yellow, oh, yeah, all right. different prime colors. Yeah. And they had the same color plain shirt, like a pro club style shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same color underwear, same color vans. And Dang. like there was a and kid. And they would do the jerk. Who would like, it, they would, would jerk. jerk. I know. A hundred percent they would jerk. And, uh, and like for some reason there was like a zebra or like leopard yep. skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. needs orange? <laughs> yeah. Neon orange leopard skinny jeans. Yeah, like jeans. safety, like a, like a, like a crossing guard yeah, vest yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So that was like in, and I wanted skinny jeans, and my mom had a real talk with me about, uh, hey, you don't got the body for skinny jeans. Like, uh, <laughs> like she, she told you you were built different, in not a good way. She said like, you are built different, and uh, but you're special, honey. So I started to try to figure out ways to dress what my style wasn't. Yes, definitely to impress girls, right? But it wasn't working on the girls i wanted it right, was right, the right. vampire goth girl yeah that's a different pod that's a different pod but i uh as i even through high school did that and i think once i got married i yeah. think that's where that switch once you kind of land it you know what i'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. you can finally start to dress different and then as a youth pastor yeah you start going to conferences and you're like okay i got to get the the fleece jacket, the yeah. denim fleece, you know, like I got to have the Jordan ones. I got to, and you want to kind of wear the uniform in a sense of what everyone else is doing. And I feel like just recently, uh, even packing for Valley conference, I was like, Oh, what am I going to bring? Right. And I was finally like, you know what? I'm going to wear what I normally wear. I'm not going to try and just be, uh, dress what I think I yeah, should dress like for guy. the guys. And, uh, that's what caught your eye, Carson. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I saw Elliot from across the room, and it was love at first fit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just was super into the, again, like the Southern California style. I had some Shia LaBeouf mixed in, again, with like some Chicano presence in it. Come and on. I was just like, wow, yeah. I can rock and chalk with it. And he was wearing his own youth group hat, which mm-hmm. was super sick, which we had a conversation about. We can save it from the pot, dude. Yeah, we that's don't have fair. To, We've been gone We don't have to dig it. up that grave. Gary, talk about the evolution. When did that start for you? Do you agree, disagree? No, no, for sure. It's like I'm still dressing for the boys. It's pretty much the the same. And and just trying to, you know, once you you meet that girl and you marry her, then you don't have to worry about that necessarily. You still want to look good. But and then I for sure feel the the pressure, even some still at times to like dress for the boys and what we're doing. But I'm also big on comfort. Like I don't want to be uncomfortable. Like I've tried wearing different things and it's just like this. I just don't feel comfortable. Like physically yeah. it hurts my foot or right. the pants are bugging me. Right, right. And so, yeah, more than anything now, I, I want to be stylish without being over stylish, but it, for sure be comfortable. Right, right. And in, in, in what I'm wearing. Right. Yeah. And I think you're you're not just talking about like comfort as far as like sweats and stuff go, but like being comfortable in what you have on. I heard a guy uh tell us one time like you could tell when you're wearing your clothes and when your clothes are wearing you yeah and and i think that's a big thing too is like that's why i feel like i finally have found my style is because i like get dressed and i feel like comfortable not just it is comfortable what i'm wearing but i feel feel comfortable and it feel confident feel like i look like i'm supposed to look you know it's uh it reminds me it's the same with like preaching but it reminds me with um miles davis the famous jazz musician Mm -hmm. he's like quoted saying that sometimes it takes a long time to sound like yourself yeah and i think it's the same with fashion where it's like you 
you're like, oh, I think I'm that. And Car- <laughs> the joke is like with Carson is he's he's like always taking new forms with the mm-hmm. fashion. But then it's like the the people closest to you are like, no, this is like who you truly are. And when you find that, it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. I could wear this. And like, yeah, who cares? Maybe what other people fully think. But I feel way better about like what yeah. I, where I'm at and what I look like. Yeah, but so much of that starts to your Miles Davis point is he started playing other people's music. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? And so. Yeah. As you're starting on the fashion journey, it's okay to be an echo before you find your yeah, voice. That's it. You yeah. Got, yeah, and you don't have to like recreate the line. That's what I'm saying. Like even a lot, everyone's style is gonna be uh, eclectic. Yeah. And, kind, and I think really figuring out your style is a mixture of taking pieces from all these different places and being like, oh yeah, I like this, but I don't think I could do that, but I can do this, and boom. There we go. Right. Well, you know what I've learned too with comfort, and and it's part of it. Not enough. You guys do any of this, but. What I've learned through the years is how incredibly awesome getting stuff tailored is. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go off, Gary. And yeah. even just Fitness random. Gary. Like, I had a, a jean jacket one time tailored just because it hung such a weird way. Yep. The moment I had it tailored, it became, like, everyone knows my jean jacket. I love the jean yeah, jacket. Classic look. Yes. You yeah. know? But, it, again, having pieces tailored so they're they're more comfortable is yeah. a key. Yeah. yeah we, we have an upcoming, let's just say an upcoming live pod event that 100% of the co-host may be at or may not be at um, but one of the one of the points we're looking at is like the biggest disservice you can do yourself is just buying clothes that do not fit you yeah so yeah. like going for a deal or their availability yet the fit just isn't right like it's not going to do you any favors yeah. down in the long run okay speaking about the garms we're going to move on to our next segment which is the garms and so i would just want to know like um, even the, as nerdy as you can get or bullet point, what are some brands that you guys are really rocking with on the daily or even some brands you have in your sites that you're like, oh, I've been seeing a bunch of stuff and I want to acquire this. Maybe it's in that SoCal vibe or maybe, you know, you're just trying to take a page out of my book and go country, Alan Jackson. Yeah. Whatever it is, what are some brands and styles you guys are rocking with? I mean, for me, for years, Ruka has been one of the, mm-hmm. I just love it. I Mostly because I love the fit. I have a hard time finding t-shirts that just fit perfect. Yeah. And Ruka is one of those brands that the t-shirts, the red thread just fits perfect. And, awesome. and I like it. It stays comfortable, stays soft. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge one. And even like uh, as we come into the summer months and shorts, and shorts are always just a hard thing For to sure. find. And they change so much. So I even just recently bought like a pair of, of pink shorts like a faded pink which okay. is new for me to stretch okay we'll see Pretty how that goes pink. shout out to the 80s they're Gary kind Garcia. Of, uh, <laughs> they're kind of a sweat material so cool. but ruka's big i love all saints i just can't afford all saints yeah, sure. i have two pieces that's it yep. and and you know but both were one was on sale one elliot helped me sneak a pair of um, all Saints boots and he stole yeah. them without my wife yeah. <laughs> without my wife finding out yeah. that I bought them I stole them yeah. for him yeah, yeah. Like yeah. She, she, he distracted my wife so I could buy them <laughs> and um, we dispatched all of our youth students to create a mob the whole wolf they pack. just started howling <laughs> and everybody like looked away what? <laughs> and Gary, Gary swiped the card and ran <laughs> But I do still like uh, find pieces at H and M that I really like. Yeah. I just bought a pair of plaid pants from H and M that I, I really like. And yeah, so yeah, that's some of them. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, my go to is I think is a part of figuring it out. There's like some constants that I'm mm-hmm. like I found that I like the way they fit. Yeah, and they're consistent. And so like like I said, Pro Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the way till I die. Uh, Dickies pants or like chinos pants yeah uh, you're a big chino man chino got yeah like paxson has nice chinos uh so you can find them different places right, right. um and what is a chino pant it you it, it's you pockets on the side it's pockets on the side okay, so where your yeah. typical denim cut 
you you'll have two. Well, you actually technically have three. One is like the coin pocket on the uh-huh. front, but those are like you know your pockets right on the front. A chino is similar to like a slack cut, meaning the pockets are uh, the vent out to the side. Yeah, and then they may have a pleat in them, or they may not. Yeah, I I like them a lot, and uh, so then a part of like the fashion is just finding different things like jackets. I'm I'm yeah following my mentor and definitely a big walk so you could run jacket connoisseur and uh hats and shoes right i think finding again sort of like what shoes fit well i definitely rock with cortez's yeah um and uh so i'll always be on the look for like a nice jacket although it's getting hotter so having to kind of adjust the style but that's the thing about chinos too if you're not a short person uh it's nice because they are breathable and yeah. they you can wear them in summer months and not be like like you guys are talking about how in, in past pods that yeah. I <laughs> definitely listened to. Uh, you're wearing the skinny jeans still and you're like, I can't. And your legs are just so hot. stuck right. in there. Right, yeah. Right. So pro club yeah. and Dickies and Chinos, I guess. Dang, I like that. Really some serious workwear appropriation. Theo thought of this question. But give us some insight into some of the the listenership out here, because I mean we're really tapping into the West Coast connection right now. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of Midwest guests, um, and you know we we talked to some AZ people. We're with Arizona, like so much of it, like we're we're just trying to survive the heat. Like we're just trying to, yeah. we're just trying to survive. It's a battlefield out there. But what's the You're difference? In the trench. Yeah, we're literally. I wish we had a trench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for under real the though. shade of a cactus <laughs> as the needles rain down. Um, but what's the difference in like the surf? And skate and street style, like, is it all an amalgamation? If you talk to people in skate culture, they're like, oh, yeah, skate culture is, uh, you know, it leads the way. Like, whatever p- skaters do, everyone else does. Do you support that? What's the idea? Yeah, especially in this part of Orange County, I would say that the skaters really set the trend. And, and most skaters yeah. a lot of times blend into surfing as well. Okay. But you still have this old school surf look as as well, especially in the summer that you see come out and it's everyone's in board shorts and yeah. and that type of thing. But I would say skating and even kids who don't skate but hang around skate, yeah. there's mm-hmm. this definitely trend in, in Orange. I mean, it's where I think the Dickies kind of come back has has really it started within the skating and has just carried over now into right. people who don't skate are wearing them and throwing yeah, the totally. docks and and it's a you know good look yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense it's interesting though because like even just here being more like south orange county and where we're at is like more north orange county and a little bit more mm-hmm. inland there's certain like style choices that like i could wear dickies chinos and here it fits in with the skate culture mm-hmm. and more getting into north Orange County getting into like LA area and some of the students that I have, that's not who they are. And so yeah. it's a little bit more street culture, mm-hmm. gotcha. but it, it like blends well, like you can wear them. And if you're at a skate park, you look like a skater, but then yeah. if you're out, right. Not at the skate park, you can fit in with that. The Dickies group bridge the gap as well. Yeah. The Dickies. Yeah. They are the hand across the aisle. Yeah. Praise God for those. Okay. That's going to conclude the segment of the Garms. Last but not least was saved the best for last. It's our segment titled God boys. Just let us know what God is doing either in your life personally or within the state of California as your grace to be able to have influence with, uh, you know, the Southern California network. Yeah. I feel like, uh, God has been good all All the the time time. and all the time. God is good. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh no, I think in youth ministry just in general, uh 
similarly to what you guys have going on in Arizona, I think more than just fashion, that's kind of what has connected us as well. For is, sure. uh, and I feel like in youth ministry, not just in Arizona or in California, there's guys like Chris Moore and so many people who are getting out of this like small, my church mindset and into a kingdom sort mm-hmm. of mindset, yeah. uh, better together yeah. mentality. And that's definitely the heart that Gary and I have and have been cultivating here in Southern California and youth ministry specifically. And I feel like, you know, the pandemic was the perfect test of that. Uh, What we had been able to be doing through camps and conventions, RIP. But then also just getting to travel throughout Southern California, hang out at churches, be with people. When the pandemic hit, we were able to launch something online like right away. uh, And we called it Quarantine Youth. And uh, it kind of went off like it was it was awesome. And I think that was able to come because we weren't doing it. um, You know, I heard a pastor preach on Tuesday about the disciples were in the boat traveling across and they didn't realize that there was no food in the boat until they were hungry. But the truth is there was no food in the boat the whole time. Mm. Shout out to Theo Ryan. Mm. Rev Theo Ryan (laughs) dropping bars. But that idea of like, I think the pandemic caused a lot of us to realize what we weren't doing well. And I feel like in Southern California, that's always been at the front burner of us is community and, you know, connection with youth pastors and, and being intentional about cultivating that. And so it prepared us for the pandemic and yeah, yeah. uh even post pandemic that's that's our heart and that's sort of what we're all about yeah i love that yeah i i would say we've seen such a shift in um a couple things one would be a shift in with youth pastors because i really felt like you know when, when i first started in youth ministry it was really we wouldn't have have been looking at other youth pastors and and people in ministry going man oh man that's that guy's a, a um celebrity pastor or any right. of those things and with the you know with social media that all changed and there was such a, a desire from younger pastors to be the next judah to be you know right and i'm i'm finally seeing that kind of shift of it's oh, that's not that important and i got my crew i got my boys yeah. i don't i'm never gonna be that yeah, yeah so that's been good to be to see begin yeah. to kind of trend the different direction but i would also say seeing um youth pastors get more um excited and focused on um, context and theology and some of these things that I feel like in the 80s and 90s we just kind of you know it's all about pizza and Oreos and having fun and getting a crowd Um, there's some depth to these things and Mm -hmm. and we have guys like Joseph Kellogg with feed and it's just getting deeper and I've seen this new uh, new importance of um, theology and helping students understand yeah. what it is and what context is. For and, sure. and some of these things where we in the past may have just thrown out a verse because it fit our message, we're building, uh, you know, we're not building our messages around videos anymore. Yeah. We're building it around the word. And that's been such a great, important shift, even in my life and, and what I'm trying to see and push as well. Heck yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Man, guys, so much good stuff is going on. And the Lord is doing so much here in SoCal. But before we get you out of here, you know it's time for the PTP. It's the post-tithe pickup. After you've given your 10% to the Lord, what was the last item that you copped that you're stoked on? And then what's the next thing you just have your sights set on, ready to pull the trigger? 
what uh, does Elliot need to run a diversion for Gary for you to acquire? <laughs> so my, what was the last post I pick up and what's the next one? My last purchase, and my wife knows about it, um, was... <laughs> she um, won't listen anyway. So and, <laughs> it's true. She hasn't even listened to one episode of In the Trenches. Yeah. So yeah, our so wives are not listening. because you uh, stopped dressing for her. <laughs> you guys talked about this. Uh, you know, Abercrombie back in the day was like the youth pastor go-to, and yep. then it became bad to wear Abercrombie, mm-hmm. so everyone went away from it, and their style just wasn't fitting anymore. Right. Um, you talked about it in the previous show that that some of the new designers, I think Aaron Levine, yep, yep, yep. Um, is just brought this whole new fresh look. And I, I right before um, Thanksgiving, I kind of just roamed back into the store. They reopened the store in a different place in the mall, so I went in, checked it out, and it had a whole different look. But I just bought a jacket um, from them, and it's uh, it's kind of a um, vegan suede style yeah, jacket. It's super soft, but it's got this whole seventies look to it, which I love. Just stuff yeah. from the seventies, and yeah. and, um, and so that was probably my last big purchase cool. that, I, that I got. And what's cool. next on the chopping block? Um, and I'm I'm always looking at, at sale racks, and so yes. I'm always looking at All Saints sale racks. I'm yep. always just trying to find stuff that's out there. And I'll be honest, you guys um, listening to to the episodes have kind of um, broadened my my um, different brands yeah. and yes, some do. of the different places out there and stuff. And we even went to a sick place yesterday called Landry's. Oh yeah, which yeah. I'm definitely going back there to look yeah, at some stuff. Super and, sick. And, Tons of vintage and yeah, it some was of their cool. Normal stuff. I love it. All right, Elliot, what do you got for us? Uh, my latest post tithe pickup. Wow, it's all we're already here, dude. It's gone so quick. How are we at the post tithe pickup already? Uh, but it's not like glamorous, it's more just I needed some more Dickies and Chinos, and so yeah. I picked up some of those, these ones that I have on. Let's um, go. And I feel like the next thing that I'm looking at is uh, just summer wear some more yeah. like like I said these pro clubs are heavyweight yeah. like the junior high Elliot yeah, and I need some more of the lightweight <laughs> like yeah. the current Elliot yeah. uh, and just I'm a big plain t-shirt guy yeah. uh, I love like vintage shirts but again I think it's like finding your lane and uh, yeah. and even some of the tips you've given Carson of like measuring your mm-hmm. pit to pit stuff like yeah. that so maybe that will help me but I feel like I found this cool Chuck Norris uh shirt and it fits terribly like yeah, hate to see which takes me back to junior high you know yeah, like just yeah. and i don't ever want to go the trauma revisit back the trauma. there yeah. again uh, so just finding things that fit well and then yeah it's not going to be as hot as it is over there right um and then hats yeah. yeah i like getting hats from culture kings that's not like you know like a i don't think i'm putting anybody on that's pretty popular, I, I don't think. I really know what that is. Nope. It's in Australia. Oh, maybe I am. Dang. Uh, yeah. It's in Fresh Australia. and You should uh, start a fosh- fashion podcast. Okay, we should. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's in Australia, and they the way the hats fit are really, they have like A-frame, K-frame, and so I'm always looking on Culture Kings for yeah. some dope hats. That's sick. Well, boys, thank you so much for being on the pod. Before we let you go, we got to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell people how they can get in touch with you and anything you got going on. Elliot, lead off. Yeah, you could connect with me on Instagram, obviously. Elliot Boyd Bland on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, connect with us through SoCal Network. We are doing stuff through the SoCal Youth Ministry all the time. We have a page specifically for SoCal Youth Pastors, which I believe that's what it's called, at SoCal Youth Pastors. The In the Trenches podcast get posted on there. Um, that's a great resource as well. Um, 
and yeah anything you need you could hit up my direct page or any of those pages yeah for me it's uh, on instagram it's gary.daniel.garcia and then oh Alex i didn't put the that. dots in mine there you go i have so dots we'll link in it in the well. show notes but uh but yeah the socal students page if you're students the socal youth pastors page keeps you up to date on everything going on cool I love it, guys. Thank you so much for blessing us with this amazing podcast. Thank you to every single member of the Garmy out there for holding it down for us. This was another episode of Ministry Where, and as always, it's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace.